everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Art Things Considered, where we consider art. My name is Matthew Slaza. I'm Isabella Pico. I'm Sabrina Braga. And I'm Nico Williams. Okay, and this week we have a lot of stuff for you. We've got some cool Broadway news. We have no local theater this week, unfortunately, because you guys were overloaded last week with tons of amazing shows, and I hope you took advantage of that. But if you didn't, well, you're going to have to wait about it. three weeks, I want to say, till the next show. Don't worry, theater's pretty active. There'll be something soon. But anyway, as usual, we're going to start off with the Broadway beat with Isabella. All right. Pretty light uh, topics here this week, guys. Not a lot to talk about, but the biggest thing I have to talk about this week, my Hamilton sisters killed it at the Super Bowl. Did everyone The original Skylar sisters. Yes. The original Skyla sisters. They were so, so good. I was so excited when I heard they were going to be doing it. Um, I thought they were actually going to be doing the national anthem. But, I mean, I'm not complaining. <laughs> they still sounded amazing. They sang um, America the Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Ugh, they killed it. The three girls. Eliza, Peggy, you know, Angelica. I totally just sang that just, out of well, order. That's but, okay. You did yeah. it on, out of order on purpose so out that they all got their full time. Exactly. Instead of Ann Peggy, which, um, Peggy. fun fact, was the most cosplayed character you're kidding that i saw at broadway con i swear to god it was always oh, Anne peggy my god. it was hardly ever eliza or angelica which i thought was hilarious because they, they're the main sisters is peggy the barbara of i think so hamilton definitely. oh that's crazy definitely the barb I love if you it. will the barb yeah but, but it was it, that's the only part of the super bowl i watched other than a couple really? uh commercials that were sent my yeah. way so well the commercials well i'm not even gonna get into it but lady gaga did great <laughs> if we're going to talk about music stuff, she killed it. And then Luke Bryan was really good after them. But, you know, I mean, it's so hard to follow up after those three amazing women. So I mean, the, what I thought was funny is like all I've heard from people, three three things about the Super Bowl. Uh, Mr. Clean. Oh, God. Lady commercial. Gaga. Yes. And, uh, 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 oh, God, I'm going to mess it up. I had a train of thought here. Uh, oh, and, and Geo AT, greatest of all time, Tom Brady. And that's it. Yep. Like I've heard nothing else. Yeah, no. It was it it's was It's like nothing else happened in the Super Bowl. It's just like Lady Gaga performed and uh and Tom Brady won the whole thing and Mr. Clean was in one of the commercials. And that was that was all that happened last night. Yeah. That Shout was out to Tommy Bunch. <laughs> Is that your nickname for him? Yeah, like Brady Bunch. So Brady oh, I get Bunch. it. You just go by yes, Tommy Bunch. That's so great. Is that his crew? Oh. That's that's well, the whole crew. <laughs> fun fact real quick though, um about the who arranged uh, the song for them, their performance. It was actually Hamilton's music director, um, Alex Lacamore. I believe that's how you pronounce. Lacamore. Lacamore. I don't know. Wow. Oh, wow. No, I think you're right though. That's very based Italian. on based on hearing him speak. Yeah. <laughs> in the Lacamore. documentary, I'm gonna go with Lacamore. Yeah. But you could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah, who knows? But oh, oh wait, oh, I'm forgetting the best part of the whole their whole performance, uh, the part where it's like. Eh, eh, Brotherhood, or however that song goes, they added and sisterhood, yeah, and that was so great. There was some mad feminism. It happening. was so good. My all my friends were like, "Yeah!" Like, and there was like one guy with us, and he was like, "Yeah!" Like, nice, <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. But no, I was so proud of them. They did a good job. But uh, yeah, next topic. Um, don't know why I just completely forgot to talk about this. This actually happened in September. Kind of old news, but. I have mm-hmm. been kind of keeping an eye on this show, so it is a little relevant. Um, Anastasia completely forgot to say that um, Raymond Carmelou was casted in the show like in September. And I love, love, love him. He's got to be one of my favorite Broadway actors slash singers. Mm-hmm. I love him. Well, he got casted as the antagonist for the show, the communist guy that they're going to be uh-huh. replacing. So um, for those of you who don't know, Basically, um, Anastasia is going to be the adaptation of the 1997, you know, film, little cartoon with like Rasputin and yeah, the but little I heard bat something thing. about um, they're they're making it more believable. Yeah, they're, so like the Rasputin line is going to be a little different. Yeah, and... Rasputin's. I don't think he's even going to be in the show. His little bat thing isn't going to be in the show either. They're doing it so the antagonist now in the show it's more historical with the uh-huh. communist regime represented, and that character's name is Gleb. And guess who's playing him? My boy Ramen. Yes. So I'm so so excited because I love how excited you are. About I've this. I've never seen him in that type of role before. All the roles I've ever seen him in are he's played God he in Les Mis he. Did did um he's done Jean Valjean um he did the little French what's the name of the little French revolutionary guy who you know leads the all the little youngsters uh, and they all get killed um uh, you, I can't which remember character uh, yeah you know who I'm talking about Marius? like not Marius his friend um oh no I always forget his name I know 
He's important too, but like he's kind of a throwaway character in a way. Exactly. Yeah. He's just a catalyst. He's not. They don't develop him too much. Yeah. No. But that's okay. Um, for those you Led Miss fans, you know who it is. But um, for those of you who don't, he played Jean Valjean, the most important character in that show. So there's one. Jean Valjean is quite important. Mm -hmm. And then he's also played the Phantom. And then like Andrew Lloyd Webber handpicked him to play the Phantom in the sequel one show, Mm. which um, don't want to talk about it. But uh, anyways, good stuff. It. He, I love him. I love him. I love him. I love him. And I'm so <laughs> Tell excited. Tell us how you really feel about him. I love him. Um, I'm so excited he's going to be in the show. So, because there's such hype around it already. A lot of my, because. There is much hype for sure. A lot of my friends who don't even actively keep up with Broadway, I see them sharing the Anastasia stuff because they're like, yeah, Anastasia, my childhood. It's going to be on Broadway. Like, just all that type of stuff. So. It's kind of funny too because, like, I see a lot of that and a lot of the stuff for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. And I feel like Broadway has really been leaning into nostalgia lately. Yeah, they are. Uh, but those two shows, I think, lend themselves to mm-hmm. that kind of creativity and like wonder that Broadway can provide. So oh, yeah. I think they'll be very, very good. Yeah. Well, um, quick dates real fast. Uh, it's going to be officially opening on April 24th, but then previews are actually starting March 23rd. So it's coming. It's coming like real fast. So I'm excited. Oh, wow. Okay, so it's on its way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And the last thing I want to talk about is something that I actually think is really great that I think Disney um, is doing this. They kind of said why they wanted to put Newsies on the big screen. Um, mm-hmm. I believe what they're doing, they're not actually making a film film out of this. They're just doing it. Because there was a Newsies film. Yeah, but I think they're just... Oh, you're talking about... Yeah, no, they're... They're airing like, the Broadway show. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they're doing. But um, so great why they're doing it is that they kind of, they said Newsies is not just an American story. It's the story of how Europe and England changed America. Um, they're all first generation first generation immigrants. So they're really focusing on the whole immigrants aspect and, you know, how mm-hmm. immigrants help change America. And, I mean, I personally haven't seen the show yet so i actually am really really interested in watching um to be honest with you i appreciate that spin they're giving it yeah um uh, i'm a little i'm a little torn i think partially yes that's true um and i think there is an aspect of this being good-hearted uh i also think it's a money grab in taking advantage of a situation uh, which is fine like i mean they're a company like nothing wrong with that i guess but yeah i don't know I mean, I'm I like I said, I've never seen it, so you're probably your fifty fifty is probably accurate. I mean, I've I've seen the show; it's an amazing show. I'd love to see it again, especially if they're airing the original Broadway cast version. Ooh. Uh, I don't know which version they're airing because I didn't get to see the OBC, and to be honest with you, that was one of the best casts for an opening of a show like ever. So um, I'd love I to see it. Don't remember if I saw if they specified anywhere if that was was or wasn't going to be the case of the original cast. If it is with the original they cast, were, uh, that'd be cool. They were advertising it at Broadway Con. I just don't remember okay. if it was OBC. I don't think they even specified. I think they just said Newsies on Broadway. Yeah. All right. So then we'll have to we'll have to keep an eye out. And we'll do we'll some research. To, yeah, we'll we'll send, out, out. send out a link for the Fathom events, yeah, if you will, we'll on the page. Out, guys. But, um, well, those are getting um, screened uh, around cinemas around the U.S. Um, <laughs> by Fathom events. Uh, it's always Fathom events. Always. Um, it's going to be February 16th, 18th, and 22nd. Do you know if they're going to have them here in Gainesville? I don't um, know. I don't know if in Gainesville. I know when I looked, they were going to be in my hometown because okay. we do a lot of the live stream events there. Like they go to that theater in particular, I guess, because people go see it. I feel like if it were to be done anywhere, it'd be like the hip. But I mean, maybe, maybe not. I don't see the hip doing that. The they hip, don't tend to do live stream things at all. That's true. But they sometimes have very obscure, um, mo- not obscure, but not mainstream more indie, movies. Yeah. yeah, more a lot more For indie sure. films. Yeah. But, I don't know. I mean, I, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll send you guys an article. I'm sure that'll have a list of theaters. Yes. But it's worth seeing. I, I saw it on Broadway. The, the choreo is nuts. So just watching the choreography even is, is just genius i've never i think i've only seen a clip or two of the actual choreography if you just look at the photos the choreography looks insane they're jumping in the air and they've got like splits and all this other stuff and (laughs) crazy stuff but yeah it's kind of too true yeah well that's it um that's all i've got for broadway beat this week and uh i believe you said that local theater is very light uh yeah you beat me up uh just now so Mm -hmm. i don't have too much to tell you about local theater no uh the all the shows that were closing last weekend indeed did close. Nothing happened. Nothing changed. 
Uh, there were four shows for you to see last weekend. I hope somebody went and saw a show. Uh, that's my secret hope. I heard the ART's production of Waiting for Godot was amazing. I had a couple friends go this weekend, actually. Uh, I also had a couple friends go see Hand to God at the hip, which I heard was really, really, really good. I'm kind of sad that I didn't get to check it out before it closed. So there were de- there was definitely good theater this weekend. If you missed out, I am terribly sorry, but there is nothing for you this weekend. Hmm. Coming soon, though, I think in three weeks, the hip opens their next one. Uh, GCP is about a month and uh, I think Florida Players has, I don't remember if it's Putnam or, they're, they're doing two shows this semester. I don't remember which one's which, like which one's early and which one's later. But I will definitely get back to you guys on that later. They're coming. That's free. And the fact that there's going to be Putnam for free to go see, which is one of my favorite shows I, I think everyone should go see. So I'll definitely be talking about that. Mm. And hopefully it can hook up an interview with some of the cast for that one. Ooh. But yeah, that's, that's going to be it for local theater this week. Um, let's go ahead and hit up Sabrina for her bit. Oh, my bit. Okay. Um, so this week I'm going to be talking about Westworld, which was very, very dramatic and very confusing. For those of you who have seen it, you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Even with the season finale that came out on December 4th, it was just like so many questions I need answers to. So if you're not familiar with it, Westworld is the latest like drama show that HBO has put out. They put so much money and I think it costs like a hundred million dollars to make and everything. And so there's a lot of money going into it, but I think HBO is in a good place where they can make it. Like each episode is like movie quality production. They're probably like, Oh, Hey guys, maybe if we just use like a little bit of our game of Thrones funds to like do this, maybe like one tenth of it, that should be enough. It's crazy how much HBO puts into their shows though. It's budget wise insane like the only other contender i think that does that high level stuff is like netflix maybe only on the crown yeah most of the other stuff is is lower budget in terms of like compared to hbo yeah so anyway it's their latest show and it's very like a sci-fi thriller drama series it has anthony hopkins um evan rachel wood if you don't know her off the top of your head she's in across the universe that's like what i know her from she also dated um um Marilyn Manson. So <laughs> quietly, quietly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, James we Marsden. We support that relationship on ATC. Yeah. So <laughs> I love James Marsden. Yeah, James Marsden's in it, and Thandie Newton is in it. Is and it good? Is it really good? It's really good. The acting is phenomenal. So is it the writing that's kind of? No, no, no. Because um, it's actually Jonathan Nolan who's behind it. Mm-hmm. So he's the one who like wrote it. It's adapted from a book by the writer of Jurassic Park. And wow. once I get into the it's concept. It's from Michael Crichton? Yeah. Like the, a book called Westworld. Oh my God. I read that book. Yeah. Okay. So I have <laughs> so, a basic So you background. know like what <laughs> So Matt like. already knows what's going down. <laughs> exactly. So I haven't read the book and I don't know like I didn't look up similarities it's between the book enough, so or I the show. <laughs> But it is very Jurassic Park in nature. So basically the whole premise of the show is that it's set in, I think it's the future. I think it's supposed to be the future. And there's this theme park that's very, it's Western themed. Mm -hmm. And the people who own the theme park created these like artificial intelligence people. I don't want to say robots because they're not made of like metal. They're made of like this weird bone marrow material, so they're like Ugh. they bleed. Are they like androids? Kind, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Like, um, Whoa. the best way for me to put it is if you've seen Ex Machina. Yeah. Oh, that move! Uh, that trailer looks so freaky. I could not watch that movie. <laughs> Forget it. That scene when she's like running down the hallway, coming at the camera. I was like, Whoa. I gotta tell yeah. you, Ex Machina. Like, I thought it was really interesting. Same, but, I didn't but think it didn't it was amazing. do anything yeah. for me. There were people who were raving about that movie. I'm like. Eh. I agree. I thought it was like, okay. And I think that's how I feel about Westworld, but I'll get into that later. So I tend to be that way about hype in general, though. Yeah. Like La La Land, I was like, okay, it's good, but what? Oh, we're going to talk about it today. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about that later. Okay, great. That'll be in Matt's thoughts. Um, All right. So, Stink (laughs) Peak. So then basically, people, like absurdly rich people, pay like, I think it's $44,000 a day to come play. I say play because. They go to this park and they basically do whatever they want to these AI people. They're called hosts. Uh-huh. So Evan Rachel Wood, her character is a host. James Marsden is a host. Mm-hmm. That's as far as I can say as who is a host without spoiling it. Oh, uh, that's interesting. Which Ooh. is very interesting. Yeah. 
And then it um, seems pretty pretty following the book so far, at least. Yeah, or at least in spirit. I mean, I'm sure like the specifics. Are well, I think the the skeleton of it is all the book, but then the plot twists and stuff. I think kind of like Game of Thrones, though. Like the yeah. Game of Thrones tends to go like, eh, that wasn't that. Cool. Yeah, it doesn't follow the book a lot. Like I mean, like That's it, what do- I've it heard. does. Like skeleton wise, yes, it does. But I know a lot of people who have read the books who are like because they're like like it didn't follow so i used to be that guy on book to like film and book to tv adaptations and then i kind of went you know mm-hmm. if we're the exact same why are they making a different art form you know like let yeah. them make their artistic decisions yeah know? so i think unless they're bad and then i'm going to criticize them <laughs> exactly so um the people come to this theme park and it's owned by this company called Delos. Wow, th- I'm, so, I'm gonna pause real quick. This was not what I was expecting. I would just like to say that really? real quick. I did not think it was. I thought it was gonna be like in the past. Somehow, no. like robots end up there. I don't no. know. No, well, no, no, no. Okay, no. okay. So continue, it's, continue. it's set in our world. Like our yeah. world exists, but inside our world, there's to me, this like it, it looked like it was like bubble. 50 years in the future. You know, or like 100 I, years. I think that's what it is. Yeah. That would make the most sense because I don't think we have the technology that they have For to sure. create these AIs or whatever. So anyway, the hosts kind of relive the same thing every single day and they don't really know, obviously, they're not aware that they uh-huh. are fake. Yeah. And their whole reality is constructed and, and built and engineered by people. So they think they're humans. They think they're humans, but they don't have any memory. So for them, it's like each day is a new day. And for the people visiting the park, each day is like a different day to like do something different. Mm-hmm. And where there's like ethical boundaries lie is that people come to the park and a lot of them just really want to have sex with the, the hosts host. yeah. and they can't do anything. They can't defend themselves. Like that's not that's programmed rough. into them. Oh. So then also people kill them oh and my torture God. them. Like oh some people God. torture them. And so they're basically like slaves, I would say. Yeah. I would say it's it's oh, I'm sure. indentured servitude. Yeah. But it's like, did they don't feel things? And then something happens. I really don't want to get into spoilers, but something happens and one of them becomes like very aware. And then that's like how the show progresses. Breaks the fourth wall of their own soul. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, now it's I'm like excited the to lead up show. to like how they become very self aware is very interesting. Um, be warned. You will have so many questions while watching this show yeah. that will not get they just answered. Never answer them. Yeah. Now I feel they the need won't to get watch it like because tonight. I'm gonna have to borrow someone's HBO Go, man. Um, I don't want to promote like illegal streaming services on <laughs> the podcast. Oh, oh, what you're saying is the only place to get it is HBO, of course. Of course. Of oh, course. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's true. Don't resort to alternative would streaming do that? sites. That's wrong. That's wrong. So wrong. We but, here at ATC do not um promote. Condone. Or promote Illegal. piracy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, piracy. This episode is sponsored by HBO Go. Uh, <laughs> college students I wish, wanted. I wish it was. Like, let me, hire me as an ambassador, a student ambassador. I will gladly <laughs> convince 50 other people to get HBO Go just to get HBO Go me free too, for myself. Right? Well, Luckily, I mean, my parents have it, so I yeah, use same. it. But that's like the only way. I mean, um, maybe, you know, we just start, you know, doing little little, little plugs for them. And then, <laughs> yeah, they'll know, hear it event- on Eventually, yeah. you know, they'll send something back our way. Start tagging no, yeah, them and sure. stuff. Yeah, yeah just, just start tagging them and stuff. You know, I got an email from uh, HBO CEO the other day, actually. He was asking how much for an ad on ATC, and I said, <laughs> you better get your check $100,000. Right. You, you should we definitely... want that one-tenth of the Game of Thrones funds. Yeah. That was my response. I said, one-tenth of the one money tenth. you made this year. He said, could you do one twenty? Well, I think they're going to be making a hell of a lot more money because... Westworld's a huge How many hit. episodes is yeah. it? Um, it was 10. Usually HBO shows are like 10 episodes a season. Roughly. And, but well, it's $100 season two season. isn't coming out until 2018. What? What? Like, I would say fall 2018. Wait, really? didn't mm-hmm. it just come out 2016? Yeah. yeah. But they started production in 2015 for it. It takes a long time to shoot shows like that because you have to keep it a secret. You're working with like locations that are hard and you're working with lighting that is just like really hard. And plus the the uh, you know, availability of the actors. Yeah, um It's just rough with an HBO show I sometimes. I think a lot of it too was so I was reading about this thing that was talking about how because they are AIs, there's time where they have to like they have to freeze and they uh-huh. actually created well not they like I'm sure they hired engineers to create a special editing software to like freeze the person it's really interesting while like everyone else moves around them yeah that's 
No, okay. Well, we're going to have to watch the show. <laughs> it's uh. really good. Final thoughts on it is, I don't know if I just watched it. Like, I didn't watch it all at once. Like, I didn't binge watch it. I watched it while it was still, like, it had recently just finished the last episode aired. And then I watched it on HBO Go. And I kind of, like, took a break to watch it and then came back and finished it. And I feel like that wasn't... It took you out of the world. Yeah, it took me out of the world. And then also, I made the mistake of researching it. And so many things were spoiled for me. So please, if you are really wanting to, like, get the full experience of this show, don't look up anything about it. Don't read anything on BuzzFeed about it. Like, that will ruin it for you. But there were still some plot twists that I was like, what? Like, this is crazy. Like, no, I didn't see this coming at all. So oh. really interesting. Don't know if I'm going to be anticipating the season two as much because, you know, 2018 is a long ways away. Yes. Very so I don't know Here. if I'll watch oh season God. two. You probably will. It just won't be at the same time it comes out. Yeah. Um. Very graphic. HBO. Cool. Very violent. Yeah. Cool. HBO. <laughs> yeah. That's all you have to say about that is HBO. Prepare yourselves. Um, but sometimes it, I don't think it was like necessary. Like, I mean, d- the, you've seen the video online, right? That's like, it's not porn, it's HBO. Yeah. When they describe their roles that it's they got just, to their parents and they're super excited and they're like, you're doing that? And they're like, no, it's an HBO show. And they're yeah. like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> yeah. It's just, there, there's this one, everyone who has seen the show knows exactly what I'm talking about. There's like one episode, it's episode five, where there's this like massive orgy that is Ugh. not necessary. And it's like, it's happening literally in the background as the main characters are literally just talking to each other. And oh, it's yeah, just yeah, so yeah. distracting. And you're like, why are they having this conversation here? Like, yeah, like they could have <laughs> placed this anywhere else and in any yeah. other setting. And like apparently, outside. And apparently there was like... It's the HBO checklist. There was a massive call for extras that were okay with like sexual organs touching and like oh god almost actually having sex like it was a ridiculous amount of it was like a ridiculous casting call for way way too close for comfort yeah but other than that i thought it was interesting definitely a good story um the ending was a little disappointing to me just because like i know i'm gonna have to wait so long yeah (laughs) so i'm kind of disappointed with how it ended i feel like them producing game of thrones has not been that does not take like over a year that's what i'm saying like so that's why i'm a little sure i don't know we'll see what happens the thing is game of thrones is kind of like i feel like a lot of it is done in post that's kind of true whereas for here it's like you're literally in the wild west so you have to go film you well, they the do West, for and then, Game of Thrones. They do a lot of the filming like in Spain and places like that. Yeah, that that makes sense. It's just when you're trying to do like the future. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I think the biggest reason is just the post probably takes forever on the show. It's them android freezes. Yeah, the android freezes <laughs> and like the. It's literally their faces are like frozen, and they don't move or flinch or anything. But it's supposed to make That's it crazy, look man. like a robot. That's so weird. It's very, very interesting. So if you have HBO Go or some <laughs> other means, um, be sure to watch Westworld. Let us know what you think on our page or whatever, because I'm actually really, really interested in what other people have to say about it. Well, I'll let you know when I watch it, because <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm pretty good about following up and watching things on this show. Uh-huh. This show gives me an excuse to binge watch. <laughs> That's true. So yeah. probably in the next month or so, you'll be hearing Matt good, either good. really happy or going, this show sucks. Yeah, this show sucks. That's kind of how I was at the beginning. And then it wasn't until like episode six where I was like, this show's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, it won you over. That's good. Yeah. All right. Well, is that going to wrap up your uh, Westworld madness? Yes, that's wrapping it up. All right. Well, we're going to move on from the Westworld HBO Girl world. And we're going to get into Nico with a little <laughs> bit of news on some... Cool nerd stuff. Hey. Um, this week's episode is brought to you by McDonald's Dollar Sundays. <laughs> so, um, I wish it was, though. You know, really Ronald, <laughs> start sending some of those our way. You know, hot they're, fudge. They're cheap. We know that you're selling them for so cheap. They can't cost that much. We'd like some Sundays. You know, hot fudge, a little bag of peanuts. <laughs> I like mm-hmm. the way you said peanuts. That's good. Peanuts. You know, peanuts. keep that in mind. Okay. Um, so first thing, just to follow up on something we discussed in our last episode, 
Um, we do have a new short list of directors for the Batman. Ooh, da, let's da, da, hear it. Oh Ooh. my god, you guys were way too excited about that. Da, 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 Everybody was so outraged da, 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 by uh, the news from last week. I did tell you Matt Reeves was in the running, and you were like, I don't know. And then look who's on the first list. Who's he was saying? definitely the first name. Matt Reeves is the first name on the alleged short list for a director of the Batman. He mm-hmm. is set to work on War of the Planet of the Apes. Um, next we have Gavin O'Connor, who was director of The Accountant, which, uh, got a lot of rants and raves. That was, um, Ben, Ben was in that movie too, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he was. The, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say rants the and accountant. raves. The Accountant. I mean, it got mixed reviews. I mean, from what I heard, majority of it was, was positive. A lot of the critics, it's kind of weird, because like some of the critics were like, yeah, it's good, and some of the critics were like, this is boring. I kind of so, felt like it was boring. Uh, I, I went to go see it with my girlfriend. And uh, I liked it, but she didn't love it. So I guess 50-50. I think it's a 60-something on Rotten Tomatoes. Not bad, but not great. Yeah. Um, and it made back its money, but it wasn't a huge hit. So I don't know. We'll see. Less, I, I loved it a lot. Like but. something you'd watch for free on TV? <laughs> yeah. Like if it was, like if it was on like TBS, yeah. Yeah, you know? I'd watch it probably like nine times out of TNT. ten. I mean, you know? yeah, it's definitely a cable movie for sure. Yeah. But I... I I'm, thought his acting mm-hmm. was spot on. I just thought that the movie really wasn't good. all that special, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, like I kind of, it was predictable, yeah. I think. So that's the biggest problem I had with it. But anyway, carry on, Nico. Um, cool. The next director on our list is Denis Villanueva. <gasps> oh my gosh. Who is director of Arrival. Yes. Yeah, which was amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I would definitely go see the Batflick movie. Because <laughs> right? that guy is on fire and he's doing Blade Runner 2049 this year. Which I heard and was shocked by that they were doing another Blade Runner. But oh, I you think didn't it'll know. be good. But I'm I'm, I'm actually so excited. really excited for it. Because you know who's in it? Ryan Gosling. Yes, Anne Harrison. Bay. Of course, Anne Harrison, you know. Older Bay. Love, love Grandpa Harrison now. Grandpa <laughs> <laughs> Harrison. Yo, but 70s Harrison. Oh, Yo, but Nico, what else is sorry, coming I, I, let's yeah, continue. I, it just went somewhere there. You know, I wasn't expecting I think it. Sorry, guys. Out for a <laughs> um, and next on the list is Matt Ross, who is directing Captain Fantastic. Who directed Captain? Yeah, it was a good movie. That's such a different movie then. A very, very different. Hmm. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah. Good. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what Captain Fantastic is. Neither do I. Which it's is a movie with the guy with all the kids, mm. and he travels. Eh. <laughs> nah. No. Well, really no. No. It's actually really worth watching if you haven't seen it. But um. But it is kind of an odd genre jump. So we'll see. And um. To round off the list, we have George Miller, who was director of Mad Max Fury Road, which Ooh. was one of my favorites. <sighs> the thing is, like, I read an article on Movie Pilot, which probably where the list you got came from, actually. Uh, right? Probably. Maybe. Somewhere Maybe. else? Maybe. Uh, let's give a little love to Movie Pilot because they are my favorite news source for superheroes. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, no, they, they discussed it and they like said the pros and the cons and everything. And I agree with most of it. But the thing about George Miller is he takes a really long time to make a movie. That's <laughs> like, true. Like Mad Max took forever. Like it's technically great, like, like visually beautiful. But Okay, but listen, like if he wants, he can take as long as he wants no. if he makes a no, good DC movie. You don't like, understand. If he can make a good DC movie, like, my man, take it, take, please, take like, it. maybe like five years tops. But I mean, oh, something like. I was hearing from, uh, from, uh, Kevin Smith, friend of our show, <laughs> Kevin. Um, I love Kevin Smith, so I wish he were a friend of our show. <laughs> he, he was saying, like, a lot of people are getting wrapped up with this idea that they have to top, um, well, making the next great Batman film when like you know the greatest Batman film in recent history and probably of all time is probably The Dark Knight yeah, yeah. of course yeah. so like but the thing is like I feel like those are just such on a different level very that different to movies, me yeah. they don't even count as like I mean obviously it's a superhero movie but if you're like talking to me and you say what's the best superhero sequel I'm gonna say Spider-Man 2 I'm not gonna say The Dark Knight see I think Spider-Man 2 might be one of the best superhero movies of all time. That's what I'm saying. Is so that, it's hard because like, Dark Knight is just not even a superhero that's movie. What I, yeah, in a way. exactly. It's like a mob movie. It's a multiple almost. genre it's, dark flick. Yeah. So it's the it's the king. Like Dark Knight, you know, I don't. When I think of that whole series, I don't include it. 
with what that's what I, I'm they saying. Did, it does not fit into what DC is doing right now, that's and it kind does of the and issue. it does not fit into yeah, what DC like, did before. It's its own thing, and that's fine. I'm fine with that. Like, don't touch. Don't yeah. Don't know. don't touch don't it. it. Don't touch it. Don't, <laughs> don't touch ruin it. a great thing. Don't mess with it. Like, yeah. do your own thing right now, DC, and like have your Batman movies fit into that. And if you can make like good Batman movie that's better than what you've been shooting out already in that DC little you know EU, yeah. t- EU that you've got going on right now. You know, fine then, but yeah. you know. I, I, I will interject because I was getting slightly annoyed when you guys like take what, however long you want. The issue is that I, I would love it if they could take however long they wanted to make whatever movie. But, but they, the issue is they don't care. They're on a time care. schedule, aren't they? I yeah. mean, at this point, they're on a time schedule because a lot of these movies are supposed to line up. I mean, the, obviously, like they can't take like 10 years. They cannot pull an avatar, you know, and wait. Right. Like, God knows, like. Till everyone forgets about the movie to make a new one. <laughs> okay, you know? but let's 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 take a step back, right? Let's think about directors. So George Miller would probably make a really good Batman movie, but he would also take a really long time to do it. And they have a schedule for when Batman has to come out. It's not flexible, right? So he's out of the picture. So he's just out of the picture. It's just how it works. So I don't think they'll pick him, mostly because he also wouldn't want to work on a, a sequel. And uh, like that, I don't think, and he really won't want to work with a studio that's that controlling because he that's controlled true. everything from Mad Max down to like th- the props, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I don't see that happening. But I think Matt Reeves would be fine, and I think that's the go-to obvious choice. He may not be the best choice, but I think they're just going to pick someone who get the job done. He and did, I hope to um, God it's good. Cloverfield, right? Yeah. Okay. Then yeah. You know what? That's fine. <laughs> you know, we're all Sabrina's rooting for the uh, arrival director. I, I would like to, but at the same time, like, if Batflick does flop, I don't want them to like harm him. Oh, yeah. Harm yeah, him. That's true. So that's the I don't other want thing it to they're reflect. gonna find though is that it's hard to nail down a director right now because the movie's already been like yeah, rewrites. It, it has a lot of stigma. It has a lot of stigma from I the just DCU. Really, I know like it's so like easy. It's much easier to say this than for this to actually happen. I just want someone who's gonna stomp their foot and be like, <laughs> um, no, we're not doing it like this. We're gonna do it like this, and I'm gonna fix everything you people did. Like you know, yeah, ideally just, that'd be great. I, like, but really wish never gonna it's happen. Never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. It yet. can't because they won't keep their job. Yeah. So they'll just get fired and have a new figure I'd put on there. Exactly. Which is annoying. But I think but... this is enough talk of the yes, tad, yeah. sad, sad story of the DCEU. Uh, we have a little bit of time left, Nico. What else you got for me? Um, and to wrap up my segment, I just uh, have a brief overview of uh, some of the Super Bowl spots Ay. that came out. Yeah. Um, we saw a new Logan trailer. Oh yes. And there good. were um, actually clips of X-23 in action. So she was actually, you know, yeah, she's doing, so cray, doing, her doing stuff and things. Um, and also, more sad music. There was a very oh sad God, rendition yeah. of Amazing Grace uh, <laughs> playing over. That's the theme, man. You know. Sad. I mean, nothing. nothing's topping Johnny Cash right no, now. No. no. Nothing was, can, yeah. Nope. It's very depressing. Um... Also, we saw a new Stranger Things. Yeah, that was probably one of the like my favorite that was commercial my favorite. thing. It was my favorite. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, if I wasn't excited for season two before, I am now. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Everyone, please go watch it if you have not already. It's on Netflix now. Yep. Stranger Things pulled a Kobe Bryant uh, head fake <laughs> with their new trailer. That's all we're gonna. You check we're it just, out if you haven't seen we're it. We're just yet. gonna check leave it, it at that. Remember, really, guys, really good. Lego my ego. Exciting, but I think we can say right that um, Halloween. They're saying Halloween. Yeah, but I'm also really hopeful that it comes before that. We'll see. Netflix has done it before. They've dropped magic randomly. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, we also saw a new Fast Eight trailer. Oh yeah. Awkward Vin making out with uh, Charlize. That was so much fun. I don't think I'll watch this one. Yeah, Vin. Vin seems to be the bad guy in this one. Not really sure how that's (laughs) happening. Um, <laughs> Thank you. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> the, he, they brainwashed him, uh, obviously. The Rock and Jason Statham are on but, the same uh, side, even though they had that big uh, encounter in the last movie. Yeah, but right? they have to be on the so same side. Yeah, they because have to, they yeah. have to stop Vin Diesel because, you know, he's the strongest man in the whole universe. Yeah. I'm, like, really, really happy. He destroys a parking garage in the freaking seventh movie. Like, what? I hate it. It's so annoying. The streets, the streets always win. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. The thing about street fights the street always, always wins. wins. I, his one-liners in that last movie, I wanted, to, if I could put yeah. in the good. face, I would have. The Not Rock's that. one-liners were worse, though. That's there was true. one where he was like, he's literally in a cast, and he flexes, and he breaks the cast. Oh, my God, I remember. And then he I also remember. goes like, I'm going to 
Wait. <laughs> he goes, I'm gonna bend your finger back and stick it where the sun don't shine. <laughs> what? Oh no. My one of my coworkers oh my described it perfectly. Like the first couple of Fast and Furious movies, like, you know, they're good, they're all about the driving, everything. He goes, It was like at one point they like all of a sudden turned into the like Avengers of like race car driving. <laughs> yes. And then Basically. once they realized that the stupider they could make the movies, it was almost like the better they got and you couldn't stop watching them. Like oh. I was like, that's like the only way to explain it. I, I, let's just, so, let's, um, let's not ever watch that movie. Oh, <laughs> but but what, what's next, so, Nico? So Fast 8 is set for uh, April 14th release. We also saw a little brief Walking Dead season seven mm-hmm. trailer. Solid. Um, very solid. Just you know, just a lone football, <laughs> then a bat. Just yep. Um, simple. Very simple to the Simple's point. Simple's good sometimes, guys. Um, we also saw a Transformers trailer. Oh, uh, I saw that one, but like, uh, like how many? It looks <laughs> garbage, but whatever. It was, you know, there's a it's clip just, of they um, make so much money in like China. It's nuts that Optimus. they ha- they have to keep making. Like Optimus and they Bumblebee. make a billion dollars every movie. Optimus, Optimus is a Optimus or Bumblebee. One of them's pulling a Vin Diesel. They're pulling a Fast Eight. Yeah. I think Optimus. Optimus yeah. is actually Optimus. Vin Diesel in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he's fighting the trailer, for, his, shows the, for yeah. his world or whatever. Yeah. So him and Bumblebee face off, and it looks it looks really insane when they're standing yeah. next to each other because Optimus is so much larger than him, and it's just it's like crazy. like I, that scene you, that scene from the Avengers when the Hulk grabs um, <laughs> grabs Loki. And just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you would think that would probably be mm-hmm. what just happens, but you know, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, John Wick 2, which is releasing Friday. Oh, wow. So if you're in the mood for some Keanu Reeves, can, <laughs> can I say can I say badassery? Is that yeah, that's good. Badassery. Okay. Badassery. <laughs> um, go and see that. The first one was pretty good. Bat. B-A-T. Badassery. Batassery. Yeah, batassery. <laughs> batassery. We're, we're inventing words on ATC. Yeah. It's one of the many things we do. One of the main things we do. Like impersonating uh, CEOs of HBO. You know. <laughs> and you know, we also eat a lot of Sundays. Shout out to McDonald's. McDonald's um, Sundays, sponsoring this week's episode of Are Things Considered. So John Hot Wick, fudge, not caramel. <laughs> John Wick 2, uh, that'll be out Friday. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, did anyone else see Orlando Bloom in the trailer? Yeah, uh, I, I did. watch the trailer. I, I, I saw it. You should watch it. It's... If Orlando Blooms in it, I'm, I'm watching more it. excited I'm about it than I previously it. was when I, I mean, heard that they I've, were making a Pirates I Five. Watched, I haven't watched the series, so I'm like, <gasps> what? Dead Man's you know Chest. My phenomenal. other friends told me that too, and I was like, how can you? They were like, I've never really got into it. And I was like, <laughs> that's like, like how, my one of my childhood that's my series childhood. that I watched. Yeah. yeah, I saw Dead Man's Chest four times in theaters. Uh, that, I'm so mad. The fourth one though was Dead At World's End was garbage though. See, at at World's End, like. It is objectively like not good, mm-hmm. but I have so many memories of like going with my friend group in seventh yeah. grade to see it that in my mind it's like this is great, and we we're all in Don't band. Don't watch it ever again. Though. <laughs> Very nostalgic memories. It is yeah. nostalgic yeah. to it's, me personally. For me, the first one's always the best. Then yeah, the yeah. Sec- of course. The second one is fantastic. I too. actually thought they pulled the Dark Knight. I thought the second one was better really? than the first one. Uh, the second one. The second one was the first really, one's really, slower. Really good. And the second one's I a like faster. the Dead Man, uh, Dead Man's Chest, yeah? Yeah, Dead, Dead Man's, Man's Chest, Chest is the second one, I yeah. But the, fo- the fourth one just... Black Pearl's the first one, which is really, really good, good, but, you know, a little slow. And then the second one's really good and less slow. And then the third one took all the slow from the first one, <laughs> yeah. put it in the same movie. And didn't make it. And didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like the... Did, go watch the trailer, though, because it almost feels like a weird combination between the fourth one and then maybe... Like the third or the first, because it, you can tell it definitely doesn't have that same like zap that the second one had. But yeah, it's but fine because Orlando Bloom is going to be in it, so yeah. I'm going. <laughs> so. Anyway, Nico, is that's, there anything else for us? That's set to release on Memorial oh. Day. Oh, what the pirates? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Um, cool. I'm I'm not really sure what was happening in the trailer. I yeah, that's me neither. I mean, you know, we'll I haven't see. seen the movie. We'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> we'll see. So um yeah, Ronald McDonald, get at us. Um. We know you're still out there, hiding somewhere. Hey, wait, was that your, the end of your list? That was that was the end of my list. You forgot one. Guardians dropped. Oh, I did. Yay. I did. Leave it was out really Guardians. good. Everyone go see it, please. The new trailer that came out for them. Yes. Oh, uh, there was this one line in it that was the at the very oh, end. Oh, baby group. Baby group, yes. But then at the end with um, Mantis when she got hit. Oh yeah, thing. he's. Like, I tried. I tried, guys. <laughs> that was so great. I really tried. Everyone, please go watch. You'll understand what we're saying. Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be. Really good, just I'm like excited. the first one. No matter I, I what. think so too. Yeah. And speaking of movies, uh, great transition. With my, thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. Uh, we're moving to my movie box office review segment. 
Uh, guess what? Killed it yet again this week. Any Hidden guesses? figures. No. Uh. Yeah. Well. Always. No. No. Something. What knocked it down last week? Split knocked it there down last week. There we go. So it still is. And top. guess what's still killing it I this really week? I really want to see Split. Split. It's so good. I saw it a second time this oh, weekend. Oh, wow. We went to the drive-in in Ocala, which I highly cool. recommend. Oh, that's cool. I didn't uh, know they had one. It's really cool, and it's like $6, and you see two movies, but it is a bit of a drive. So oh, but like, But prepared. that's like a cute Valentine's thing. Oh, yeah. Do. We're going back okay, for Valentine's cool. Day. That's so, cool. Um, they're having a Valentine's deal, too. It's like 20 bucks for like two tickets and a bunch of stuff. It's really great. Wow. Nice. Um. Yes, but anyway, Split, killed it, very good, number one, $14.4 million yet again, uh, that movie's making plenty of money, on a budget of $9 million, they're already at $100 million domestic, so thank God M. Night is back, mm-hmm. Rings open this weekend, oh, no. I feel so bad, because I actually was excited to see this, but it opened really poorly, it's got $13 million for the opening weekend in the number two <laughs> spot, a budget of $25 million. I mean, I'm sure it'll make its money back, but that's still disappointing. They were hoping to start an entire new uh, trilogy. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't think it's going to Good, happen. good. Hate horror movies. <laughs> I know. I'm not a fan of horror movies either. Uh, I, I like do have to tell you, thrillers. Split is is more of a thriller. Yeah, yeah um, I like thrillers, thrillers are, are fine. fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys are basically the same person. Yeah. Um, basically. It's really just it's really just one of them throwing her voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We really only have three people. We only have three show. mics in here. in here. We have three mics, but <laughs> really one person kind of gets yeah. yeah. Uh, Isabella's the real person. <laughs> yep. Way to throw yourself under the bus. Uh number three, a dog's purpose, still making oh, very little oh, money. Oh. Uh ten million um, this weekend. Did you guys actually hear though what Dennis Quaid came out and said? What did he say? No, he came he out say? and he was like, guys, I was on this movie set. I was there when they filmed a lot of the scenes. A lot of what was that real, whatever what video put together, a lot of it was cut early, cut out a lot of stuff. He said, I wouldn't have been on this movie if they had been mistreating the animals. So I, you know, who knows? Like, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, now at this point, yeah, it, doesn't it doesn't matter anymore. at this anymore. point, it doesn't. But The thing is, like, even if he... I'm, obviously, they didn't mistreat the animals like yeah. the whole time. No. You know, I hope not. No. But thing is, like in my mind, I don't know. It's just so sad. Like I love dogs. I love yeah. pets. So when I see like the dog, obviously did not want to go in the water. In my mind, is like, oh, why have that scene then? Yeah. You know, it was still included in the movie. Supposedly, so he. Like, I think I now know. I didn't see this myself. A friend told me this, but yeah. he said that like there were more people in the water than what they showed, and like a lot of other. But still, well, you have a good I'm point sure, that like yeah. if the dog didn't want to go in the water, they shouldn't Don't put have him in like the water. they yeah. shouldn't have thrown him in. But, yeah, yeah. But anyway, but you know, anyway. it, like you said, doesn't matter at this point. You know, it's not making too much money. Uh, it's at thirty-two million of a budget of twenty-two, so at least its budget was small. But uh, but we'll see what happens. I mean, really, the thing that sucks is like that came out a couple weeks before the the movie opened. Yeah. So and there's no really way for us hurt. to that know it. Yeah. if that if really there was mistreatment. There's no like, you know, direct link. We can't say yes or no. So a lot of people just didn't go see it, which is fair to be honest. Yeah, like I didn't go see it. Nah, me neither. For the same reason, yeah. Yeah, I didn't see like, it either. I, honestly, like I when I saw the preview for when I went to go watch La La Land, that was one of the previews. And I was like, oh, wow, that looks really I was cute. really excited, yeah. But and when then, I first saw the trailer, like I was singing in Marston and I almost started crying. And then I watched it again and the tears almost leaked out. And I was like, oh, God, no, it got to stop, got to stop. Mm-hmm. But, it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's number three with 10 million. Uh, mm-hmm. Hidden Figures still sticking around up there in the number four spot. Uh, it only dropped down one spot. It only went down 27%. This movie just keeps staying at almost the exact same gross. It's at 120 million on a 25 million dollar budget, proving that we can make historical movies about important issues and make money at the same time. Mm-hmm. Similarly, La La Land, which a lot of people said would never make money uh, <laughs> until the awards season happened and uh-huh. changed that, uh, is at seven million this week, <laughs> uh, sticking in the number five spot. And that movie's made 120 million on a 30 million dollar budget as well. Uh, Resident Evil: The Final Chapter, 4.7 million in the sixth spot. Uh, it's not making its money back. Just long story short, it's not making its money back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number seven, Sing with four million. This movie is still making money. So cute. My God. Triple uh, X, The Return of Xander Cage in I still the number go eight see spot. It. it was so good. I'm so sad it's not making money. Uh, it's at forty million and it's a budget of eighty five. And I'm so sad because I was really hoping that we were going to start up the franchise again. Ugh. Uh, number nine spot, The Space Between Us bombed like everyone expected. <laughs> Uh, it looked, it just looked really bad. Okay, um, no, someone brought up a really good point to me real quick. Aren't the girl and the, and the kid from that movie, aren't, 
isn't there like a huge age difference between yes. them? Yes. He's like a little, big. he's like younger than us, I'm it's pretty sure. Young. And yeah. she's way older than us, I'm pretty sure. Not know. way older, but like old enough. I think she's enough. in high school. I don't think she's older. No, I don't think no, she man. is. I think she's like in her 20s. No. Yeah, she is. Because wasn't she in Tomorrowland? Yes, she was in Tomorrowland. She uh-huh. was in that other movie. But I think in the movie, she's supposed to be younger. Oh, in the movie, definitely. Yeah, she's supposed oh, to be like, no, yeah, younger, I feel what you like, mean, though. But yeah. that's. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. But anyway, that opened to 3.4, I mean, that uh, 3.7 million. That's bad. That's yeah. just an awful opening for that movie. $30 million budget, 3 million, or I guess you can round up to four, but even with four. Um, and then in the number 10 spot, finally cracking the top 10, we have Lion from Weinstein oh, Company. Nice. Uh, which is supposedly amazing. It's been nominated for tons of awards, and it's opening wider, which is nice. It's going in more theaters. So if what, you want to check that out, it? it's Lion. Um, it follows the story of a child who get like gets lost from his parents in India and finds his way home. Oh, it's really interesting. Wow. Um, I have to go check it out. It's playing in Gainesville. If anyone's interested. Yeah, it is. So that's the top ten, uh, and I gotta tell you, nothing really too impressive. Split, killing it still. M Night's return to form. That's good. Uh, Hidden Figures still killing it, and La La Land, of course, is staying around, making tons of money. But other than that, not too much to report in movie land. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go see a movie this weekend, there are plenty of movies coming out. I believe the uh, Batman movie comes out next weekend, the Lego Batman movie, and I'm going to have to check that out. I still want to see I've never seen the Lego movie still, and I feel like I've, I've missed something. I feel like I really need to watch it. What? Why? Because the everyone like raves that it's such a like a cute movie. Is it not? I didn't. Is anyone? I thought it was seen great, it? but that doesn't mean much. Oh, okay. Well, I like the Lego movies. The Batman, the Lego movie trailer for the Batman looks really cute. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think it's adorable. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I appreciate that. I mean, the Batman movie looks great. I'm gonna I'm gonna go see it. Like bottom line, like there's nothing you could do <laughs> to keep me from going to see that movie. Lego Batman. But mostly because I love everyone involved. Yeah. But. So that's not my fault. I can't do anything about who's involved in my movies. Anyway, <laughs> that's going to wrap up the movie segment. Uh, there doesn't appear to be too much coming out this weekend. I didn't see any major releases. There might have been a couple uh, limited releases, but I didn't see any wide releases. So be sure to check out your Fandango or your AMC Fandango. movies or wherever you go for your movie notes to check that out. Lastly, there is Matt's thoughts this week. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> okay. nah, 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 nah. All right. Gonna... Am I gonna Folks, get a you thought song? it was over. <laughs> we didn't do it last week. Oh I know. It was gosh. so sad when I was editing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But You're best right. believe it's here to stay. <laughs> this is the part of the show. You guys are doing La La Land. <laughs> where we take, a, we take a dive into the mind of Matt. This is Just to clarify, that was not La La Land. Uh, I, I swear. I we here at ATC uh, do not support copyright infringement of nope. any sort. <laughs> not any sort. Not even if you're trying to watch HBO shows. Nope. Um, I, so, we'll get a real HBO anyway. Go account, people. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's not that expensive. But you anyway, uh, HBO I have a couple CEO. things. He helps us out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a couple things Matt's to talk thoughts. about this week. They're Matt's thoughts, not Nico's thoughts. Um, first of all, La La Land. Yes. Okay, uh, here we go. Let's do this. I I actually, everyone every one of my friends like loved this movie, so it's awkward. I loved Me this too. movie. Because I loved it. Okay, not every it. one of my friends. My girlfriend didn't like this movie as much. All right. But all of my friends in my like, we talk about movies friend group was like just, just praising this movie. And I'm like, oh, yep. but there's so many fundamental issues. All right. What, what, what are, are they? Let's hear, let's let's hear, hear your argument. So yeah. first of all, the acting was phenomenal. Yes. yes. And, and I'll give it that. And the music, like the actual composition of the music was great. Yes. yes. Um, it, the lyrics would have been great if I could have heard them. What? Uh, you don't times. have ears? Uh, no, I have ears. <laughs> but why, let me tell you, you the opening is so poorly mixed that you can't hear what they're saying. What? Like literally, you just can't. Like it's such different sound levels. And you can tell if you get the soundtrack, you have to turn up the volume for the opener and then turn down the volume for the rest of the CD. It's that poorly mixed. I don't know, really? man. I have, I, I bought the, the first soundtrack t- and I don't. Yeah, feel, I, don't I bought it too. Thing. I'm t- I'm telling you. I'm t- I literally checked it for one. Oh, I even imported the sound files to look at the levels, and they are different. For one of <laughs> oh gosh, okay, which one is it? I Doing think the it's most. the epilogue 
the epilogue definitely starts off really, really low, yeah. and then it gets really, really high, and then it goes back to really, really low. Yeah, so but I will the give opening where they're all singing together, and it's like that one take live shot or whatever, mm-hmm. and the music's like over. You can't tell what they're saying. Okay. Half the time, you really can't tell what you're saying, which drives me crazy because like I'm trying to watch the movie, and this is a really cool intro, and it's just like whatever. Like so, that drove me crazy initially, and then the mixing of the sound in general wasn't wasn't all that great but particularly because they're not singing live so they're you know supposed to be matching mm-hmm. in ADR mm-hmm. and there were so many times where you could tell that there was a difference between what was being sang and where what they were singing like in the track just but so that's many like times. every other musical done for TV I mean, or like a movie like Mamma Mia was the same thing d- to a lesser degree, I would say, but my issue is like with so much of the pressure on believing it and being in this world, I think that was a really poor choice to not at least try to match it as much as possible. So, because it took me out of the world, like I gotta tell you, it, really? it drove me really crazy. Yeah, I, I, I did I've not seen have it that three problem. times now, and each time I've never noticed like poor matching of ADR. That's really, so, I've never, yeah, watch I it again. Not. Maybe I'll take the glass for you. I don't. I don't know. I'm very like pro this movie. I have so. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. I've only seen you it once. You can be pro this haven't... movie. I just want you to know it has some serious flaws. The I don't only... think it's a bad movie. I give the, it a B plus. The the personally for me, I thought it was fantastic movie across the board. But I my problem so was that no, it wasn't a problem. But definitely Ryan and Emma did lack a little in the singing department. Yeah, like they can't you know sing. from who they could have chosen. But I feel like what they lacked in singing, they made up in dancing. So um, they made up for in chemistry. I mean, Any other people up there, I don't think, would have had a natural I, conversation no. so, so here's as my a thing. couple or a natural fight. No. I don't mind. Like, y- you can defend the, my points all you want. But here's my thing. Th- every time I bring up these points to people, they go, oh, yeah, well, well, this. Or like, oh, yeah, well, they have a defense, which is fine. Like, yeah, they're defendable. But the issue is that if there are that many points, don't tell me it's a flawless movie or don't tell me it's this amazing masterpiece that's insane. Like, if there are that many things that I can point out that you can't disagree with at times, then it's just I get really annoyed when people are like, oh no, but also it's still no. Everything you said doesn't matter now. Personally, for me, I just like uh, noted I've only seen it once, and the when I did watch it the first time, I was very caught up in the whole like mm-hmm. you know following along really well. I didn't notice any of that of the sound stuff, and I me listen, neither. I listen to the soundtrack all the time, but when I'm listening to the soundtrack, I'll uh, note the fact that like I'll be in my car or I'll yeah. be you know, walking around the class and stuff like that. So uh, there's other sounds and stuff going on around me. Mm. So I'm not like 100% like sitting, paying attention. So now I'm going to have to go back and, and, and I mean, do that. So. so I'll just go through my list of issues and then we'll talk about it. So, so one, um, there were some fundamental filmmaking errors in a movie that's like huge. Like and that what? drove me crazy. Like there were times that their focus was really off. I did notice um, that. There were times where like their focus was on the wrong person for like six seconds. And you were like, are you serious? Like what's going on here? Um, and their like their cinematography was really ambitious, but the issue was that if you're gonna have a shot that fundamentally shouldn't be in the movie, don't put it in the movie. So that kind of bothered me a couple times. Um, and then also, I loved their acting, but like there seemed like there were serious moments that could have just been trimmed. Like like what? Like f- for example, the the party scene, like the song for the party scene leading up, is really good, but it's also really long. Like it didn't need to be that long. Like, by the time you get to the party and you're actually at the party, it's just such a long intro. You mean intro. in the, the opening? Yeah. There's someone in the oh. crowd. Yeah. It just yeah. I, it just felt long to me, to be honest with you. And, and, like, and they do so many weird, cool things in it that are, like, supposed to showcase it. But sometimes it felt like they were just doing them to show me they could do them. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, some shots that were just crazy cool and fun and, like, some stuff that I was just like, well, this just isn't necessary for the movie. And so that bothered me a couple times. Um... But, like, structurally, I think the plot was good, and, like, I think the characters were good, and the acting was good. I just felt like they made some fundamental errors in carrying it out, you know? I I can see that. I also, this is Damien Chazelle's second movie. Yeah. So it's like. But that doesn't excuse anything to me. It, I mean, (laughs) it doesn't, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like we're being, that's being really critical for someone who's like, doesn't have didn't have like a lot of backing to make this movie in the first place well see but that's my issue i I, i'm not criticizing him for the movie i think the movie was good i'm criticizing the people who keep telling me it's flawless 
and keep telling me that I'm wrong for thinking there are issues with it. I mean, I don't think you're wrong. I just disagree with you. <laughs> but I'm not. That's not to say you're wrong. I don't. I wouldn't say you're wrong in the same way that you wouldn't say I'm 100 percent wrong. I don't think you're wrong for loving the movie. Yeah, I think the movie's quite and good. And I, I don't think you're wrong for disliking the movie. I just they're like different things. To me, the overall experience and meaning of the movie is a lot more than like being out of focus. Yeah. No, I mean that's true, yeah. but that's why I so that's enjoyed why I'm the like, movie. That's why I give it a B plus. And yeah. I feel like too, um, a lot of the stuff that you noticed was problems with the songs and the musicals and stuff like that, which I feel like like not a lot of people who normally go are looking for that stuff. Yeah. You know, they're going in for plot and the plot was so good, they kind of overlooked that other stuff. Like for me, like leaving the movie, I was like, wow, like that plot was amazing. This movie mm-hmm. was fantastic. Like mm-hmm. I was in tears leaving. But I Same. could I could say perfectly, I was like, no, Emma and Ryan, they didn't suck at singing. But like I said before, they, they definitely were not like top contenders. But, you know, yeah. like, it was like a give and take, you know. I mean, that was my that was my number one thing, too. It's like I read an article, and I think it was the New York Times or something, and they're like, Hollywood, Hollywood needs to stop casting names and start casting actors and actresses who can do what they're hired for. That's kind of, <laughs> I, um... I disagree. Okay, like I'm like 50-50 on that because Ryan and Emma in every movie they're in together, their chemistry is you can't you can't top. No, it. I mean their chemistry is great, but don't hire them for a musical if they can't sing. That's ag- agreed. I'll give like, you that. They, they can't like they can't like it's fine. They get through it, but like it's not. They're not singers. It's like when um, then why C- was Christian Bale was know. cast in Newsies? It's I'm, like really. I'm not gonna say anything. Then. Why, why was why? what? Audrey Hepburn was in like four musicals and she was not a singer. Yeah. So that's it's the, like an that's ode part of the, to... the same issue. What? I know. So wait it's a like minute, a wait a minute. Have ode... you ever heard Audrey Hepburn in My Fair Lady? Yeah. She can't sing very well. Oh, okay. okay. Well, I like her in My Fair Lady, but no, she, it was supposed to be Julie Andrews' role. Yeah, exactly. So Julie Andrews was is a singer. To... She's a I singer. Mean, so I... Audrey Hepburn got casted for a name that's and true. this movie was way more about an ode to 60s French musicals and 40s musicals in that style of I'm not a great singer I wasn't bred as a singer I'm not a recording artist but I entertain people okay uh, that's a fair I argument mean, I, I'm not saying you're wrong I'm yeah. just saying that that's a fair argument the amalgam of all the things I'm pointing out is 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 my point is that like, yeah I'm tired of people telling me that this is this amazing, perfect, idolized movie. I think it's a really good first step I think towards revitalizing movies like that. It's definitely not. It is it's not, not it perfect is not in any way. Movie. It's not flawless. Definitely not. But it, it is great because it, like you were saying, it has a really huge sense of nostalgia that. Yeah. That you don't, you don't. See, I was thinking about it, you know, leaving the the theater, you know, when it brings out like the big like La La Land at the beginning, like bam, and then it does like at the end, it like did the same thing. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, we're never gonna get that again. That was like something that should have, like the last time you should have seen something like that was like in the forties or like in yeah. wherever. In so 60s, I thought it was really yeah. cool getting to see that on the big screen mm-hmm. and like actually getting to sit in the yeah, theater. I mean, don't get that. me wrong. Like I, I am a hun- as a fan of musicals, I'm a hundred percent behind big event musicals being a thing again. I just think that so many people are making this like they're putting it on a pedestal that I'm just I'm a little tired of it. Like I'm a little tired of people being like, no, La La Land was perfect. I'm like, oh, there are a lot of issues with that movie. Then I guess I think you're just like annoyed with the hype. That's what I said. It. I was like, I'm yeah. not mad at the director. I'm not mad and at the actors. Fine. I think they all did a great job. I think they made mistakes. And that's fine because they talk about how they're making that, that that making this movie was really hard and that they weren't sure about all those things like i mad respect them but i also think that people need to stop looking at this movie as if it was just like made in a bubble made to be perfect and stop idolizing it from all the award nominations that it's getting and all these things like i mean it's great and i like <laughs> the music and I, the lyrics are fine but like it's just no 10 out of 10 brilliant piece of art i think it's just more of a a statement piece of art you know yeah, i don't know that's fine anyway to have I, that prerogative i think <laughs> i think i think i'm just tired of people telling me how i great think it is, you are yeah to be honest with you and i think i'm just tired of people being like oh no yeah that, but there were those tiny little things but they couldn't have pulled you out like dis, just just disregarding my opinions i think is my major issue because we can have both we, you can love the movie and i can like the movie and that cannot be an issue but people seem to not be okay with that anymore
Yeah. Anywho, I think moving that's on. With a lot of things in general <laughs> with how people are nowadays. Yeah, anyway. that's kind of the issue. Such so anyway, yeah. uh, so we ranted way too long on that. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and jump into the last part of it, which I guess I don't have too much time for. But Broadway Con, I promised this week that I would go through at least some of the stuff we w- I went to at Broadway Con. So I'm gonna go through just a little bit of my schedule and uh, kind of talk about some of the things I saw and what I liked best. Um, so the first thing I went to, I mentioned last week, I went to a, uh, presentation from someone called, uh, Melissa Errico, and she was super interesting. Uh, after that, we went to, uh, we were going to go to fight directing and we decided not to, cause as cool as it was, there was a ridiculous line. Not so we surprised. went to, <laughs> we went to, so you're nominated for your, for your Broadway, um, Broadway intro, so your first role, and so we, some of the people talked about being nominated in their first role on Broadway for a Tony and how crazy that was. Then we went to one of my personal favorite programs, Bollywood and Broadway, which is super interesting. Talked about that a little bit last week. Um, we were going to go to the sound design one, but uh, we got there a little bit late, so we had to sit in the back, which was super sad. Oh. Um, but it was still kinda cool. um, kind of cool. I want to say we went to sound. Did I, did I mess something up? Maybe. Oh, you know what? I was wrong. We went to Women in the World of Sondheim because we were dying of hunger. That's what happened. Oh. They didn't have any breaks for lunch. Oh my god! It was what? so sad. So you either had to go Dang. and miss something, or you had to like eat. <laughs> not Survive. eat. It was awful. Women in Sondheim. That's what it was. That was super interesting because it was I like an academic look. That would be a really look. cool one. I'm not a huge fan of Sondheim, honestly, but I really appreciated it. Uh, I felt like the person liked Sondheim a little too much, so they were a little too unbiased on uh, some of his not so great things. Um, but it was super interesting, and from an academic perspective, was really interesting to see. Uh, yeah, and then we went to the opening ceremony, which was crazy cool. Uh, there were tons of people pro- performing there, and uh, they had this weird skit about uh, a politician trying to get rid of musicals. There was t- there were tons of Trump under themes throughout the the Broadway con. Surprise! 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 Uh, yeah. And then we went to the Great Comet one, the Great oh. Comet panel. <gasps> How was that? I was, I got to tell you, I hadn't seen the show, and so I guess they just felt like they were talking to people who'd seen the show. Oh, no. Really? And so I was, no, I was just bored out of my mind. We left. Oh. We left early and went to go get, uh, to go get food. Was was my boy Josh there? Josh Groban? Josh was there. (gasps) Oh, that's amazing. You were in the same room as Josh Groban. I really was. Uh, Then we went to go see In Transit that night, and then now we're at Saturday. That was Friday's schedule. Uh, We went to Broadway Con... No, we didn't go to Broadway Con Feud. We slept in Saturday night or Saturday morning. I gotta tell you, it's really hard to get up early after being there late. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but it was a really fun time. Let me go. I'm running out of time, so I'll go to more of my highlight favorites. Let's see. Uh, we went to the speech and debate panel, which oh, was cool, interesting. Cool, they cool. had some people calling on that. The history of the ensemblists, where they talked about ensemble, that was really cool. Cool, cool. Uh, <laughs> Poor Nico and Sabrina are like. Broadway they don't again. Care at all. They're like Broadway again. I feel you. <laughs> Meanwhile, me, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> it was just, it was really cool because Josh we... Groban, really. <laughs> You're such a nerd. <laughs> um, at the, the the thing about the ensembles thing that was cool is they talked about like what goes into it and like why it's not you shouldn't feel like you failed because you're it you're ensemble you know. Like how some of the best people are ensembles, and they talked about what swing is, and like all the, it was crazy. That's cool. Uh, it was really really cool. And then we went to the state. This is that is the state of the art projection. So they talked about projection art and theater, which was really interesting from my technical perspective. And they talked about what goes into creating video and stuff for that, and like what goes into how they design the projection part oh, cool. of the scenes. And they had the person from Dear Evan Hansen, which is where projection is like really important in their set. And that, so that was really interesting. And then we went to uh, Preserving Theater on Film. Nice. Which was uh, pretty cool. They had people from Broadway HD and all that stuff. Oh, hey, really? I've actually yeah. been meaning, um, I, I, I'm not going to say it now, actually. I, I, I want to go look more into the Broadway HD and talk about it in one of the segments. Because I know I talked about it a little last year, but and I get it's emails getting, for it. It's getting a lot better, so it's worth checking out. Um, but they had that, and there was this really annoying girl who kept asking questions as if she was important and just interrupting them. So that drove me crazy. But yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> that didn't bother me at all. <laughs> being out on Broadway, they talked a little bit about that, you know, like being out as in, you know, coming out of the closet on Broadway and what it, it entails and what it means for you as an artist and like whether to embrace it or to hide is very interesting. Then we saw a panel about getting there in transit, which was awesome because we saw the show the night before. 
and then we went home and slept because you're supposed to do that sometimes. The next day, the highlights, the morning was actors and activism. That was super interesting. They talked about how to be an artist and, and be active in whatever causes you need in any organizations. They talked a little bit about their organizations. It was very, very cool. Then we went to the Waving Through a Window panel for Dear Evan Hansen, which was amazing. Oh, it was so good. Uh, <laughs> I still have to listen. I know the, the soundtrack um, is on iTunes. It's like one of the top ones on iTunes. Yeah, get it. Right Digital now. download. Digital download. It's available. I ordered the CD because I want it for my car. But yeah. good stuff. I also am listening to the digital version. To be honest. And then lastly, we went to the Hamilton The Next Administration where they had the new cast Ooh. Um, in Chicago. They had a couple of people who were going to the San Francisco cast, and they had people from the Broadway cast uh, all there. And that was really, really interesting. But that wraps up my Broadway con. That was in about, eh, what, five minutes? That was only three days worth of stuff. Only three. Di- only three. Only three. But anyway, that's going to wrap up my segment. And um, Oh, I don't have too much time for Erica's thought, but guess what, guys? Taylor Swift did something this week. What? She, <laughs> she sang along with one of her best friends to one of her songs. Who? Wow. Uh, to, uh, oh God, what's her name? Is it? Gigi? Gigi? Gigi, is it? The, the supermodel? Yeah. Yeah, that one. yeah, yeah, yeah. I always feel like I'm going to get her name wrong every yeah, Hadid. time. Uh, Hadid. Yeah, it was right Hadid. then. Gigi Hadid. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they sang along and jammed out to one of her songs and uploaded it on YouTube and it was hilarious, but it has tons of hits. And uh, like always, T-Swiz is going to slay. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> that's going to go ahead and wrap up Matt's thought and... Uh, that's going to end this episode of Art Things Considered. My name is Matthew Slaza. I'm Isabella Pico. I'm Sabrina Braga. And I'm Nico Williams. And we considered some art. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>